0: This episode of the Legend of Retro podcast is sponsored by Detroit Beard Collective. If you have an unruly beard, a wild mustache, or if you want your facial hair to look its best, then head over to DetroitBeardCollective.com. There you'll find beard balms, mustache wax, beard elixirs, and some custom-made wood or metal combs. All the tools essential for having healthy and stylish-looking facial hair. The best way to get all your things you need from DetroitBeardCollective.com is to sign up for their beard Crate. Inside this magical box, you'll receive up to three bottles of beard elixir and up to three tins of beard butter of the scent of your choice. If you use the offer code BXAB at checkout, on orders $25 or more, you'll receive 20% off your total purchase. So that's BXAB at checkout for 20% off your purchases of $25 or more at DetroitBeardCollective.com. Thank you, Detroit Beard Collective, for sponsoring this episode. Prepare yourselves for a journey through history, get equipped for adventure, grab your power gloves and super scopes, for it's dangerous to go alone. This is The Legend of Retro. Hello everyone and welcome to The Legend of Retro. My name is Xander. And this is Chops. Chops, it seems different than the Legend of Retro of before. It is different. We feel, I feel slimmer. Yeah? I feel sleeker. I feel like I, my internet connection's gone way faster. It's it's a lot faster. Yeah, I can get information like that. Still full of hair, though. Right. Well, I am. Yeah. I mean, sorry. Sorry to bring that up. It's okay. Huh? <laughs> I just need a minute. Oh, sorry. A moment of silence. All right, I'm good. So we're going to do things a little bit differently. Obviously, I am here now. Um, Yeah. Jay and Jazzy are focusing on uh, the normal podcast, the current podcast, as we are taking our trips through the Wayback Machine back into our past and learning about the legend of retro. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the way the episodes are going to roll out, we're going to talk about a topic on each episode. It's very similar to how we used to do it. Uh, We will talk about where we first encountered the topic, some general information about said topic, what it brought to the universe of gaming, into the series of that pop culture, so on and so forth, we will do our Legend of Retrospective as Ooh. we look back on what the game meant to us, uh, what the game reminds us of, what uh, you know, what reminds us of the game, or what have you. We'll talk about a little bit of trivia from each of the topics, uh, share our final thoughts, and then we'll move into our Retro Relapse, which we hope to keep, uh, keep that running, because that's been a lot of fun. Yeah, and everybody loves that segment, yeah. so we're keeping it. Yep, and we need you to tag along and send us requests if there's a game you want us to try out let us know you know we still have a bunch of uh other games that we have not gotten to yet we're still adding to the collection so we will keep those in mind but if there are other games you want us to try out something we maybe we've never played before hopefully something we've never played before like right. our, uh, retro relapse today yeah yeah woof. and and you can go to bxap.com, go on the forums and suggest any kind of retro game you want in there. You can also put questions on there. So the way this is going to work is we're going to do 10 episodes in a season, we're calling them. Two coming out a month. When? We'll get the hang of it. You'll yeah, know still, exactly when. There's a lot of changes going around. But we're going to make it so that you know the topics up front. That way you can comment on them, send us your questions, send us your comments, and be able to have a conversation with us before the episode hits. Yeah. So go to bxap.com. Go to the forum, look for The Legend of Retro in there, give us all the shit you want. You can listen to this, as well always, on Stitcher, TuneIn, iTunes, uh, I don't forgot the other one, Over, Overcast, Overcast? I was going to say, yeah. I was gonna say Overwatch, Overwatch for a Overwatch, yes. Yeah. So that's you, off my you brain. You can find this on Overwatch as well, at least me. <laughs> Just you. I don't own the game. You should do it. Uh, anyway. We'll see. But anyways. A, that's this, too modern. It's too modern. It is too modern. Way too modern. Way too modern um so yeah so we need your emails. send those to us you can also hit us up on facebook oh, twitter yeah. uh twitch yeah bxab gaming mm-hmm. uh, all those places yeah all of those normal places reach out to us send us your questions on topic it's nothing more embarrassing than sending us a street fighter question when we're talking about <laughs> sonic the hedgehog i know right where's this guy <laughs> oh, oh my god oh, who is that guy what a what a, what a jerk embarrassing man but now you'll be on topic speaking of topics hit me with it we're jumping back to 1991 Ooh, Back the when I year was a wee child of the dragon, right? Maybe I don't know. I just I assume everything's the year of the year, dragon. How many years are there in the Zo in the Chinese zodiac? Oh, Twelve? Um, yeah, sure. Because eighty five is the year of the rat. I think. Oh no, it's the ox. You it's dirty ox. rat! Oh, no. the ox. Yes. So I'm gonna say it's the year of the cat. With no... Wait, is the cat one of them? I think so. It's weird. There's like goats and snakes. There's goat, snakes, tigers... Dragons. Dragons, rabbit, monkey... If we had the internet, ox. we could look this up, but Man. we refuse. Well, we're in the past. This right? is the legend of retro. Right? It doesn't no matter. No modern technology, it's the whatever. the year of the dinosaur. We're recording this on an, a needle on a piece of a tree. Yes. Which is the most efficient way, and it's green. It, it's It's very good for the earth. So... Back to 1991. All right. The year of the dinosaur. Dragon. Dinosaur dragons. Yes. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, Do you know what happened in 1991? 1991, I was four. Okay. So, no. Okay. But I don't know what happened last week. Don't know what happened in 1991. Fair enough. In 1991, the United States finally got the Super Nintendo. Oh. There were at least nine titles on the Super Nintendo that sold or shipped over 4 million copies. Okay, and that was a lot back then. That's quite a bit. I mean, it's still pretty impressive. Is it? I think. I don't know okay. numbers. Okay, I don't well. know numbers either. But yeah, we're going to go with 4 million. I I mean, I don't think I could ever have... I don't think I'll own 4 million things in my life. Yeah. That's that's yeah, that's a, that's a lot. That's to, a lot of things. That is a lot of things. So 4 million copies, yes. 9 games. Yep. Oh. And the number 1 the one that sold the most, yes, is the one that we're talking about today. You that's probably right. have an idea of what it is, but just for fun, let's count them down.
1: These okay, could
0: be future episodes, future topics. Who you knows? know, that's very good material. But I've got all the answers in front of me. That's right. So, so should I guess? You should. Starting so, with number nine. Number nine. Yeah. I I want to say Super it Nintendo is Super titles. Nintendo. Ooh, uh, give me some of that. Uh, Shoot. Okay, so the bad thing about this is I never owned a Super Nintendo, so I didn't play a lot of it, but I want to say, is Mega Man X on there? Mega Man X is not. Oh, man. No Capcom love. Okay, so what's... I will tell you out of... Well, no, there is some Capcom love in this top nine. Okay, it's not Resident Evil. No. That's that's before... That's way after. That's 97. Yeah. That's way later. Okay, what's number nine? Number nine is Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island with 4 million copies. Wow, number nine. Number nine, yep. Okay, and for four minute. I mean, that's fair. It was a whole new genre or style to the to the Mario series, hand hand drawn art. Did you know? Yeah. That? Originally, wanted it more render pre rendered like Donkey Kong Country. Yeah, but, but they Miyamoto went more... was like, "No, I'm just no, I don't like your ideas. He, I'm going to do it the way I want." To. He put up two middle fingers, more or less, and then walked out of the room. Yep. Yeah. More or less. Yep. So the remaining eight titles, I will tell you that six of them are Mario games. No, oh, they okay. are first party Nintendo though. Two of them are the outliers that were they're from a different company, and they popped in. Is Donkey Kong Country on there? Donkey Kong Country is number two. Oh wow! With uh, nine million copies, nine sold, million worship. I mean, should I guess the number one? I I I know what the. I mean, number we know what that is. It, it's, let's just let's bury the lead. We'll, okay. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Uh, Tetris. Tetris is not on there. Oh wow! Yeah. You know, you, you assume Tetris would just be on every list. Yeah. All right. So let's see. Mario Kart. Mario Kart is number three. Number three with 8.76 million copies. Wow. I got that on my seventh birthday. I remember that vividly. Yeah, I never got it in a Jurassic Park action figure. Ooh, which one is it? Was it one of the the Raptors that you like squeeze the legs? The no, head? it was a dude. Oh, it, it was a dude. It wasn't the main guy. See, I got di- I got the dinosaurs. See, I got. I got hosed with the just the actual guys, and they oh. had like little tiny dinosaurs with them, and I think they shot nets but I don't remember who it was. Oh, I he had a yellow sad. vest. Yeah, I, know. I, don't, I don't like that. Yeah, I, I had the just... one where it was like you squeezed its legs and it like roared. Yeah. And, and then I also had a T-Rex where pieces of flesh came the off The battle of damage? Yeah. That, now that I think more about it's that, that's real morbid. Yeah. But Ooh. anyway, all back right. to this list. Sorry. Jurassic Park's not on the list. Oh, though. damn. All so. right. Um, Bomberman? Bomberman is not on there. Darn. So, number eight. I'll just kind of all right, all right. We'll, we'll, lead you into this. Yeah. Star Fox. Oh god! Like wow! Million, how did I miss that? Right, you just got to think Smash Brothers characters. Who else? Are, who else are we missing? Oh, okay. Smash Brothers characters. Yeah. F Zero. F Zero is not on there. Well, well, you can't like set me up for this, and then <laughs> and then it doesn't work. So you t- you mentioned Donkey Kong Country earlier. Okay. I think maybe they made another one. Donkey Kong Country Two. There you go. Oh, jeez. That one is number six, if I'm reading this correctly. Yes. With uh five million approximately. Well, what's number seven? Number seven. This one, this was surprised me. Number seven was Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo Hyper Fighting. What? Yeah, with 4.1 million copies. Really? Yeah. Well, how many versions of Street Fighter is that after the original? After, so, there was Street Fighter 2 The World Warrior. Yeah. Then there was the Hyper, uh, Super Street Fighter 2, or sorry, Super Street Fighter, wow, Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Okay. And then there was Super Street Fighter, and then Super Street Fighter Turbo, still with, with the two numbers. Right. And of course, I just always forget to say that. Because Super, Super Street Fighter is the one where they introduced Cammy, T-Hawk, and all those guys. And then Turbo was just the more sped up version of it. So this all. is the fourth iteration of the game. Yep. And the first iteration, Street Fighter Two: The World Warrior, is number four. Are you kidding me? I am not kidding you. This is Six, just a bunch of, of the same games. 6.3 million. This is your list. You made this I, up, didn't you? Fr- I, I mean, Wikipedia. So, so, so maybe <laughs> I did. So you maybe Who you knows? Did. Uh, Legend of Zelda Link to the Past is number five. That's fair. Uh, Followed by Donkey Kong Country 2, Street Fighter 2 Turbo, Star Fox, The Ocean's Lion. The only one that we haven't done yet is our topic for today, which is, of course... I'll let you do the honors. I messed up enough. Super Mario World. The the original. Can you guess how many millions of copies were sold? I will guess... Because it was packed in with the Super Nintendo for almost the the entirety of the system. So those counted as as sold units? they were shipped units. I'm going to go with 18 million. 18? Close, uh 20.6 million. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. So Super Mario World was the first of the Mario games on the Super Nintendo. It also introduced us to Yoshi. Yes. Uh who we've he's gotten his own series of games even uh, like the puzzle games, the Yoshi's Island. He has grown into his own being. Mhm. Kind of originally started out as a Koopa. Mhm. With the idea that the saddle was a shell on his back. Right, which was always kind of a weird thing to think. Like, if this is just a free-roaming dinosaur, why does he have a saddle? Right, and that was the concept. Was he was a Koopa, and that's that's changed since since the, the original form of it, uh, of, of Yoshi. But, yeah, he's had a lot of unique unique changes throughout his life. I don't know you can say that he has had a lot. Okay, I'm sorry. Yoshi has a lot, had a lot of yes. unique changes throughout Yoshi's life. That's true. Because Yoshi is genderless. Yes, neither male nor female. Right. Because then you have them teamed up, have it, Yoshi. Eh? Yes, yes. Teamed up with Birdo, and that's a whole other rigmarole we don't want to oh, get yeah. into. Yeah, because Birdo is like, there's a lot of weird. I and mean, we're going to support our stuff. Birdos. Don't get uh, us I wrong. support I support Birdo, yeah. Right? I am pro Birdo. Absolutely. <laughs> L- the the B, B in LGBT, I think, stands for Birdo. Is it? No. It is. It could Levels? Be. Luigi? Uh, Goomba, Luigi? Goomba. <laughs> Birdo and troopas okay I... <laughs> okay anyways yes super mario world yes so where did you first encounter super mario world the the most as far as i can say like clear super mario world entrance i have i don't know i i don't i don't know where i first played super mario world on the super nintendo I spent most of my time, because, again, I didn't have a Super Nintendo, Mm -hmm. playing it on the Game Boy Advance. Okay. So I played a lot of it on the Game Boy Advance with my brother. You know, He bought it, and then I I would just absorb it. That's usually how the games went. He'd buy them, I'd beat them, and he'd get pissed. Right. But as far as on the Super Nintendo, I I remember vaguely playing it here and there, but I don't remember when exactly I had the opportunity, because, again, I I didn't own the system. What about you? Uh, For me, I remember walking around with my brother and we stopped by one of his friends house who had gotten the super nintendo when it launched mm-hmm. and i was already just in a foul mood because i didn't want to be hanging out with my brother done, i mean <laughs> oh, really <laughs> we could get along pretty well but i just remember and i don't know why i remember this um i just was not happy to be going around like hanging out with his friends when i could be doing whatever else i wanted and that's fair and the way to kind of sweeten the pot was like hey they've got a super nintendo look they've got super mario world and i was like you say your brother just okay, wanted to spend okay. quality time with you i guess Man, what an asshole! Right? Jeez, he's eight years older than I am, so there's always kind of been that gap of yeah. where, like, he's he's either been super cool or I just wanted to punch him in the face, and then he oh. did a couple times actually. Oh, what? Well, I never got to do that to my brother. How? What's the difference between uh, eight years? Eight years? Fair <laughs> it enough. is eight years. Fair enough. Um, so yeah, I remember seeing that and I think I was still just in such a pouty mood that I didn't want to pretend like I was liking it. So I just kind of, you know, you just reject it inherently, but but you know, you like it. And then later I'm like kicking myself like, why didn't I? I remember watching, my mom used to love watching Roseanne when I was a kid. Okay. And I remember the kid in that show got a Super Nintendo. I was like, why does he get it? And I don't (laughs) because I wanted one so bad. And then finally that Christmas of 1991, I got my Super Nintendo. You got it the year it came out. Yep from Santa Claus that said it from Santa said it on the box. did now was that a partnership with with Santa and Nintendo maybe might have been a promotion that was going through that maybe year. it could have been but i remember getting that and hooking it up and playing it pretty much nonstop i mean yeah as you should in right. a new video game system i was one of those lucky kids who had a tv in my room oh, had wow. the super nintendo set up and i think i also got like a desk or something that year and i just sat there, like playing the game, it was like an old timey school desk, and I just sat there playing my Super Nintendo. That all sounds day. about right to me. When I think about that Christmas vacation, I think of the Donut Plains. The Donut Plains. Yep. Lots of interesting world names in this game. Yep. Donut Plains is by far the tastiest one, right? Well, there was who, also the Vanilla Dome, which I guess some would you argue know, is not I, as tasty. I, I've grown to like vanilla a lot more in my in my old age, mm-hmm. but not old age, but age. Right Than I had before Because it's like Why would I get vanilla When I can get chocolate That's Choco Island That's World 6 Okay what, what are the other world names So we had Yoshi's Island Which is World 1 oh, Yes Uh, Donut Plains mm-hmm. Vanilla Dome The Butter Bridge mm. um, And then the Forest of Illusions Then I'll, I'm going to come back To that one But yeah. keep going The uh, Choco Islands And then there was Just Koopa's Keep <laughs> So you have all these Tasty places mm-hmm. And you got Forest of Illusions Yep there's berries. I just don't understand <laughs> don't, like there was a good there was a good process like, you couldn't go like with uh let's see, the funky forest. Like right. just to kinda go with something crazy or or uh, frappuccino for I don't know. I'm trying to come up with things with an F were Frappuccinos I, I around guess, in that. I guess on? I mean I guess we the don't rich know. had them. Yeah. They uh, always had It them. wasn't a common man's drink. Right. But I guess Donut Plains isn't really a uh, Frosted Forest? No. You know, that you know been good. Wow but then wow that then was perfect. People think of like ice levels and were there ice but there weren't any ice levels there there were a couple mixed in here and there i think but i think they were mostly in you know there weren't no there actually. weren't any no, ice le- no. there were, so there were the, the game consisted of many different types of levels but mostly uh, it was overworld mm-hmm. on top of platforms or mushrooms yep underworld cave which ones is caves. caves with water there were hau- haunted houses yep. there were castles and there were water levels in the forest levels, and the forest levels. in the frosted forest. <laughs> yeah, the the new mentioned for, uh, frosted forest. Yeah, and if you didn't find your right way out of that, you would just loop backwards. That was the most frustrating thing. Yeah, if you if because every depending on what color the world was when you stepped on it, if it was red or yellow. You knew you had multiple ways in and out of it, and that one was all red. Right. So let's let's talk about what this game introduced different. From the previous Mario games. Yeah. So the previous Mario game before this was Super Mario Brothers Three, which some argue is the best. I always lied in the camp that Mario World was better. Really? That's just me. I have a I have a internal conflict with both those games because mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time with my friends playing Super Mario Brothers Three, mm-hmm. and then a lot of time with myself playing Super Mario World. I so agree with that. So I've beaten the shit out of Super Mario World, mm-hmm. but. I, but like rarely did I beat Super Mario or Super Brother Super Mario Brothers Three, but I played a lot with a group of people, so it was a different experience. Yeah, I think the first time I ever completed Super Mario Brothers Three, and this this might be a, a huge hit to my geek cred, was when they re released it on the Game Boy Advance. I'm not upset about that. Yeah, I just never I never owned it myself. I'd always played it at friends' house as a kid. To be able to f- have to fight Bowser in a I don't know he was in like uh oh no that was Super Mario World. Where he's in the spaceship, isn't he? In the ship. Yeah, with the, the car. car. Okay, I don't even I don't even remember what the final boss is of Super Mario. So World Mar- 3. Mario three, you had to go wow. through a castle and he would like jump at you and you had to get him to crash through the bricks. That's it. Yeah. yeah. I never got there. Yeah, I did it once. Never got there. I think I think I've only ever com- legitimately completed that game start to finish, maybe one time. You've got one up on me. There we go. But uh, see, but you can tell I I remember Super Mario Worlds a lot more. Yeah. So I guess that stuck with me with a all the harder. different rooms. You had rooms one through four, and then or was it? One through five, and then six through. It's, 10 It kept getting added, yeah, yeah. Different ones, but anyways. So, so, the, so the series starts out with your typical platforming level. Yeah, you but are then you, on Yoshi's Island. Right, you know that you're they're vacationing. Yeah, you're hanging out with a bunch of Yoshis. Yoshis. Yep. And then what happens? Yoshi gets kidnapped. That's right. There's a whole bunch of them, mm-hmm. and they they're shoved in these tiny boxes, and Mario's got to go and help them. Yeah. And that's so you're going way. through, you're fighting all the different Koopalings at the end of every level, and we'll touch on the Koopalings a little bit later. Right. Um, and then you save an egg from each one, and at the end they all break out and everything's great. Mm-hmm. Princess Toadstool gets kidnapped in there somewhere, but it doesn't seem to be as big uh, of a honestly, reason. Honestly, this, this game seems to care the least about the princess. Yeah. I mean, she's there to give you a mushroom when you're fighting Bowser. Yeah, that's about it. And you don't even want those mushrooms. You want the cape. No. You give me the cape. I'm going to need a cape or... No, not even, you don't even need the Fire Flower. No, just the cape. No, because the Fire Flower's not going to do any good. Jesus useless. Maybe she'd throw out Mecha Koopas. That'd be nice. That'd be, I mean, sure. Well, that's what you need to kill him. Well, yeah. So, But Bowser throws those out. Right. So Bowser's really more of a help than the princess. Man, he yeah, is. he's a dummy. That's who we should have been saving. That's who... That's who should have been on Yoshi's who, back. The maybe the, the princess is faking it. Maybe. Maybe. Okay, I think we're getting a little yeah, off there, right. but anyway, so so you, the idea is you're saving Yoshi, yes, which means that Yoshi is a key factor in this game, unlike we had said any other game before. And in the very first level, right? Yep. Actually, technically, it's the second level. Okay, you so start the first, off at Yoshi's house, and you can go left or right. Well, I call the first level the vestibule of the world. There you go. Because there's nothing going on in it, right? You just literally open up, and it's just yeah, a, just a little m- a message box that tells you, "Hey, you need to help us." Yeah, that's it. But the tricky thing is, you can go left and go to Yoshi's World One, right? So there is a little bit of a of a flow change to this. Whereas in Super Mario Brothers three, you know, you could skip levels, but it seemed very boxy, you grid-like. Skip level one. You could never this skip level one. you level absolutely one. can. Yeah. You get shot in the foot for doing it because then you lose out on all the yellow blocks. Right. But you can theoretically go through the entire game without. Right. So, ever so to a huge mechanic one. of this game is hidden blocks. Yes hidden blocks that are only unlocked when you beat the level before them. The or switch the, the switch level that represents that color. Yep. Yellow, red, green, and blue. blue. Yep. And they all play different parts in the future levels yep. as far as beating them in different ways or making them easier to beat in different ways. They were also guaranteed items. At least half of them were. Right. So if you found a yellow block, you got a mushroom. If you got a... Uh, a what it was the green block gets you the feather, which gives you the okay. cape, and you go on from there. The blue and red ones didn't do anything. Oh, I don't really yeah, remember. They were just placeholders. Yeah, you know yeah. it's okay. Yeah. You, there's not, there, and honestly, in this game, there's not a ton of power ups. Yeah. it's just your feather, your fire, your star, and your your main mushroom. Yep. That's that's it. Yep, and Yoshi. And Yoshi. Yoshi's a huge power up. Which adds the bongo drums. What? Yeah, whenever you played, you'd have the normal the normal Super Mario Brothers or Super Mario World music. And anytime you jumped on Yoshi, you'd get the little bongo drums playing. I, I never noticed that. Yep, they continue that through most of the games. Even in, uh, I want to say it was in Mario Sunshine. I feel like there's a point where you could have Yoshi around, maybe. I'm, I've, I've only finished Mario Sunshine once. But I'm pretty sure there were bongo drums added in whenever you were around Yoshi in that game. That's too. crazy. Yep, that's neat. Take a listen next time you play the game. Any I time will. time you jump on Yoshi, bongo drums pop up. And you just listen to that. Otherwise, the music kind of sounds sad and lonely without it. It is sad and lonely. Because all the Yoshis are gone. Yep. You can only have one Yoshi on the screen at a time as well. Yeah, You when you get a Yoshi, you get a one-up. Yep. When you have another one. What was your favorite color Yoshi? Oh, man. Because they all did different things. So, yeah. So, in this game, not only was Yoshi introduced, but the family of Yoshis were introduced. Mm-hmm. I... Per- like the one where you would swallow a shell and you would get wings. The blue Yoshi. The blue Yoshi. Yeah. That one I enjoyed the most because you could skip a lot of stuff with that. Yes. And I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. Flying always makes everything easier. Yeah. There was the red who always spit out fireballs. Which is sweet. Yeah. And then the yellow, which was just he would stomp on the ground. Oh yeah, he would. Yep. And then purple. Purple wasn't in that one. But wasn't in that one? Nope. In this one, you only had the green Yoshi, which did just generic. Just, you know, OG Yoshi. Yep, and it hit. It got bonuses based on what color shell you ate. Right. And then there was the yellow, red, and blue. And that was it. You didn't have black, You sure white. there wasn't a purple one? Positive. Just the four. Really? Yep. So what about that one shell that was, like, super multicolored? That one was kind of a, a go-for-all, like, whatever, whatever you have, whatever. I think it, it would keep going inside the mouth of the Yoshi, and then just whatever... Whatever color it was when you grabbed it, then, then you oh, okay. got that function. Okay. That makes sense. I don't remember for sure. All right. Well, anyways, so 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 this game is unique, I would say, compared to the other ones, because you have multiple ways you can beat this game. Mm. You can beat it outright where you beat everything, or you can just go the straight and easy path. Uh, and there's some things though, like there's there's the Star World, which yep. is a hidden hidden area which allows you to bypass a lot of parts. Yeah. There's hidden uh exits to levels. Mm-hmm. I remember specifically a lot of hidden exits in the haunted houses. Yeah, in the ghost houses. And I for the life of me could never remember all of them yeah. because they're so like obscure. Like you just like float into this corner. Yeah. Oh, here's a door. You go through it and then you beat the level. Yep. I'm much more familiar with the first half of the game than I am the last half because I feel like I would always explore the hell out of that and then I would get bored and I just jump right through Star World and beat right. Bowser and be done right. Right. with that. Star World is the the the, the shortcut. Yep. Because you just beat one you beat the level and then if you beat it the correct way, it connects to the other level. Yeah. But if not then you just go right back to where you were. So you had to go all the way around almost all the way around Star World to get to the star that would take you to this the entry point right outside of Bowser's Castle. Right. Yeah so if you if you look at Bowser's Castle it consisted of and I loved, I loved the the Bowser Castle screen because mm-hmm. I always thought it was a casino. Yeah, it looked like a yeah, casino. It like the light up signs it had I the light up signs. I was like, "Why is there a casino in here playing this?" Yeah, um, but it, it starts out with you start in your main level, which is I think is a basic level, and then it goes into like five castle style, or is it five castle, or five five airship, or whatever it is. So they're five tough levels, lava levels, right? I I I believe I don't I think you're thinking more of the original of, of Super Mario Bros. Yeah. 3 with the different airships. You know, I'm, I'm all so getting mixed up. I think up. it had like five across the bottom, because it was like a, a, almost like a reverse S-shaped map. Yeah. So you'd walk in and you'd go through, and I, there were two different castles, I remember that, because you had to also fight uh, the last of the Koopalings in this area, which was uh, Larry Koopa. Named after? Named after Larry Mullins Jr., the <sighs> drummer for the U2. What was it? I thought it was after Larry King. There's some there's some speculation that it was Larry King, but the fact that all the other ones are named after um, musicians, it's kind of aimed more towards that. Yeah, so let's go down the list real quick. Do you know them? Yeah, so you've got uh, so and if I can do this in order of how they're shown in the game, the very first one you go up against is Iggy Koopa. Iggy Koopa named after the famous rock singer Iggy Pop. Iggy Pop. Yep. Um, and then you had Morton Koopa Jr. Okay. Do you know who that's named after? Morton. Um. I have no idea. Another singer songwriter, Morton Downey Jr. Morton Downey Jr. Yep. Any any relation to Robert Downey Jr.? Probably not. Okay. Um. And then for Vanilla Dome, you had uh, my favorite of the Koopa Kids, Vanilla Ice. No, that would be Rob Van Winkle. <laughs> Rob Van Winkle Koopa. Yeah, Rob Van Winkle Koopa. <laughs> that would have been a great one. That would have. What, what's good. your favorite one? Lemmy Koopa. Oh, well, named, of course. Named, of course, after Lemmy Kilmeister. You know, May he rest in peace. God. Yep, God. Right. Who would win in a fight between Lemmy and God? Trick question. Lemmy is Lemmy God. Lemmy is God. Yep. <laughs> uh, then you go across the Butter Bridge and you fight Ludwig von Koopa. That's right. Who is named after Ludwig von Beethoven. That's correct. And then through the Forest of Illusions, once you find your way out of that, you are met with Roy Koopa Jr. Roy Orberson. Yep. Okay. Um, and then you go through Chaco Islands and fight Wendy O. Koopa. When this one that always throws people for a loop w- wendy wendy o Cooper. Is it wendy williams wendy o williams yep like the like the wendy williams on tv now no 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 no. oh god like wendy i'm o. like well she was popular back then and then no, there was a a band and uh in the 80s if i'm not mistaken named uh i had it written down plasmatica i think plasmatica yeah so she was a she was a punk rock singer um, she apparently was also affiliated with Motorhead in some way. Who who came up with all these punk rock ones? Like they were no no idea. Idea. really into it. I'm, they must have been. Yeah, the Plasmatics was the name of the band that she all was right. in. She was also known as the Queen of Shock Rock. Oh, well, all right. Yeah, would, uh, I'm like, sure producer Ethan is probably pissed at us right most now. Most likely that we don't know the stuff. That's fine. He can yell at us if he wants. That's to. fine. I, I, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, people do. Yeah, so. Um, and then, of course, we already talked about Larry. Larry, yes. So in the Bowser stage, yeah, there's that Bowser castle with the casino sign that just says Bowser. With the lightning flashing and the, him with the Koopa yep. car flying behind. And it is consistent of there are two castles and a haunted boo house. Mm-hmm. And then there are th- four other levels. But but the star is after everything and is just directly straight to the castle yep. if you go through the Star You Wolf. can just bypass so everything. So I would do that a lot, mostly in the in – the, uh, observance of time, mm-hmm. I just wanted to beat the game. Yeah. But I remember in the Game Boy Advance version, there was a percentage uh, of completion, I think, that you could track. Yeah, they, they had that in the in the normal one as well. They did? Okay, yep. where you could, you tracked how many of the Yoshi coins you got. Oh, maybe not quite right? that far. I no. think it was Yoshi coins and I think it was beating the levels in the proper way. Gotcha. Yeah, in, um, in the Super Nintendo, the SNES version, you just had a, a percentage meter at the beginning when you selected your file to let you know how many um, or what the percentage of the levels played? Was. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I think for in the Game Boy Advance one, there was a little bit more of a completion kind of thing that you could do with getting the three Yoshi coins in each level. Yeah, With four Yoshi coins in each level, and each one got you a one up, or at least in the Super SNES version. Was there four? I thought it was three. Pretty sure it was four. Should we fight to death over this? Like if whoever I think so. whoever's wrong commits Senpuku, and then the, right. we have a new. Halt. That's obviously the only. Okay, oh. this is just tryouts, really. Right. I'm going to look it up. You keep talking. Okay. So, um, let's see. Some other enemies that got introduced at the end of some of the uh the castle stages were the were the dinosaur's Reznor. Reznor? as in like Trent Reznor? As in Trent Resnor, exactly. Really? Yep. It just had uh just a four dinosaur all like four triceratops all on a rotating platform and the more the farther long you would get to killing them, more of the the platform at the bottom of the stage would break down. And there was a little sign on there that said Resnor. On the, uh, on the spinning platform. So, I think it had a different name in Japan, but I can never remember what it was originally. Um, Let's see. So, we were both wrong. Yeah? We both had to commit sympathy. Was it five? It was five. Son of a bitch. Well, It was a awkward. pleasure working was... on half of an episode with you. Yeah, Um. let me just... Do you want me to go first? I mean, we should just finish the episode at this point, and then... Is that fair? I think so. Because the other guys aren't ready yet. Okay, yeah, well, okay. we'll finish the episode. We'll do that. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll make sure that, you know, we do it off-air. Yes. So, yeah, there are at least five dragon coins littered around most of the levels, except for, like, castles. Um, and I don't think the... Did the Boo levels have them? The Haunted Mansions? I don't believe so. I don't think they did either. But when you collect the first four coins, it's in succession of 1,000, 2,000, 4,000, 8,000 points. Hmm. And then uh, if you collect the fifth one, that's when you get that extra life. Gotcha. So points don't mean anything in this game. No, much do, like most games on the console. Yeah. Points mean absolutely nothing. Yeah. Other than coins collecting gets you your one-ups. Right. Which I thought in, in this game was unique because just like Super Mario Brothers 3, you know, when you continued, you continued and it started you over at the whole world that you're on. Mm-hmm. But with this one it was the last world you beat right yeah. last level you beat well would go back to it would go to to the last castle or the last ghost house or whatever because after you finished a, a like the mini castle or the castle where you actually fought a Koopalang it saved it would ask you do you want to save or not right so or if you've completed a switch level right right so a special level other yeah. than the generic one so i like that in this game because it, one there is it's pretty easy to get a ton of level a ton yeah. of a ton of guys like i think there's an uh, there's like a uh, level where you can just get one-ups over and over and over again yeah i mean what there's the there's the hidden level after the if you aren't taking any secret paths the first ghost house you come across uh, where you go up and it's called secret area one where it's just five boxes the middle has a yoshi and the two on either side have power-ups and so you could just go in there and spam that and get your one-ups every time yeah or you could even what i used to do and i don't know why because i never gave a crap about points was i'd get one of each of the uh, power-ups of fire flower and the and the feather jump to the top of the item select box and just keep spamming select over and over again so Mario wouldn't move. Oh, I give you points. I'd get I'd get just a crap ton of points. Oh my god. It wouldn't do anything for me, but I did it. You, but you get one-ups. I don't even think you got one-ups for for just points. I think you only got them for coins. I think points were just Oh jeez, so you was you yeah. it was no point to yeah, that. absolutely no point. Wow. I didn't ask for my initials. It didn't do anything. Well, wow, that's sad. Yeah, I just did it because I thought like I was getting away with something. That's sad. I know. I, don't, I know don't know why I did it. Why did you do that? I don't know. I just wanted to feel special. <laughs> that's about my weird. Points. I had a lot of points to make. <laughs> that's fair. And I had to go for it. So, so what else did this game bring? Before we close out the the changes to this thing, it brought an incredible soundtrack. But that's kind of part for the course. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a soundtrack that sticks in my head all yeah. the time, and the 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 platforming levels. It was like a lot of cool banjo, yeah, esque songs and bongo drums and well, yes, apparently bongo drums. Yeah, it was it was a fun sounding soundtrack, which sounds stupid, and I'm saying sound a lot. Right, it was it brought a unique, I think, uh, feeling to the game. Yeah, Every unlike world had a different, mostly had a different theme like and the, it most yeah. of Illusion and Yoshi's Island had a different sound as opposed to the rest of the overworld map. It was a little bit different. Do you think it was due to because of the Super Nintendo being a little bit better at at sound? Most likely. Because because when I think of Super Mario Bros. 3, the sounds, the levels aren't really that unique. Yeah. they're like I mean, I remember some of them, but they don't, they're don't they not as, as fun and as appealing as Super yeah, Mario Yeah, they World. don't get caught in my head nearly as often as the Super Mario World. No, and if it is, it's... Boom, boom that's that's yeah. It's boring yeah some of them are got a little more interesting but that's a topic for another time that's another time yeah, that's that's we'll, we'll talk about super mario brothers 3 soon i'm sure um let's see we got the feather i well, yeah we didn't the, really say that so the feather yeah was originally supposed to be the raccoon suit because there were some early pictures of the game that showed mario in the raccoon suit and then all of a sudden the game came out and he's got a cape yeah so the feathers gave you capes. I like the cape a lot better. I do too. It's cool. So you can build up p speed, which it doesn't show you p speed in this. No, you just see him flip his arms out like right. he's ready to take off. And you, you can fly and you can actually curl. So he's super flexible in this game. Yeah. Cause he's managed to curl his cape around his ankles? Yeah. I don't know. I remember <laughs> speaking of, and this might be more for a legend of retrospective, but I used to have a small uh, yellow quilt that my grandmother made for me. And I remember taping it to my wrists and my ankles and seeing oh, if I could. Oh, that's do it. a terrible idea. Yeah, and I would just like jump onto my bed and pretend that I was flying around. Oh, oh I thought you would try to run. No, I wouldn't. I'm try like that'd be that'd be the dumbest <laughs> yeah. idea you could do. No, but I do remember taping it. Like, oh yeah, I'm just like in Mario Brothers. Oh jeez, that's cute. Yeah, you're, you're cute. I was an impressionable child. That's that's fair. Yeah. So you you could you could fly for a limited time. Yep, and he could just hump the air and keep. And keep then you the, can yeah you, you hump the air with your cape. And then also, you could use it as an attack. Yep. You could fly straight into the ground, and it acted as a pow, basically, mm-hmm. and would destroy enemies nearby. Yep. Or you could just spin and slap them with it. Oh, yeah. You can just bitch slap them with that cape. And that would get you through the rotating yellow blocks. Mm-hmm. Oh, and a big mechanic that they introduced that we forgot to mention was, do you know what it is? The spin jump. The spin jump. I hate the spin jump. Why? I just, I, I just, just. I never wanted to use it unless it was an absolute necessity. And I know there were other people, and I know this because my neighbor used to play the game, like, with the max volume mm-hmm. and have his windows open. And I would just hear that, the the weird jumping noise. I just, it always irritated me. Did you know there's a glitch you can do with a spin jump? Uh, when you jump onto Yoshi and he just kind of bashes the shit out of the blocks? No, so, so there are certain parts in the game where there are a ton of blocks you can spin jump and break through to get down the level. Mm-hmm. So there's a point at which where if you, um, break enough box break enough blocks and you have four flipping, mm-hmm. the yellow blocks and you go into them, it'll glitch and shoot you down. Interesting. So you'll like It, it, it the screen can only hold like. Four, I think, four or five of those spinning blocks rotating. And then when you add yourself into it, it forces you out of the blocks. Huh. And so there's a glitch that speedrunners use to get through the game is that, and it, and it shoots them down. But if you go too far in their speed runs, there's certain spots where they can only do it because if you go too far, you go all the way to the bottom of the level and you're not supposed to right. for the speedrunning part of it. But uh, that's a there's a glitch in the game where you can do that. Hmm. I think I used to, there was one of the, the special worlds where you unlock the red Yoshi, I think. Okay. Uh, where it's just those blocks all the way down. Yep. And I used to do that by jumping on Yoshi and like if, and if I would spin with the cape and everything else, I'd, I'd jump through a whole bunch of blocks mm-hmm. at once, but I don't think I ever perfected it and I just always assumed there was no rhyme or reason to it. Right, yeah. There's a, So in this game, there's a lot of cool, unique things you can do with it these days that people have figured yeah. out. But and some of that stuff's crazy. I can't even wrap my head around all that I stuff. Don't, I don't get it. I've like, seen the speed run where, like, the, before they even leave Yoshi's Island stage two, they've already made it to the credits. I'm like, w-? Yeah, they program the game and go to the credits. Yep. By command keys and by, so they figured out, like, different number values for different power-ups. Yep. And I'm just like, I just want to play the game. Right. I can't do that. Those the glitching speed runs. I'm not. I mean, they're impressive. Yes, yeah. it's, it's it's crazy to watch that stuff happen. But I almost would rather watch somebody run through the game and see how quickly they can. it. Yeah, that. there's there is the complete stars. I forgot what it's called challenge, but it's it's where you get every level beat. I think,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then there's stars you get right. No, I forgot what it's called. Yeah, I'm not certain. Oh, exits. It's called a world exits. So oh, you're yeah, okay. getting all the exits to every level. Yeah, sorry cuz you go through gates in these in these games. That's mm-hmm. another another weird thing. Yeah. Why there's a gate. Yeah. With a pole. And there's one and there's, a bar. there's one alternate exit for a level in Chaco Islands that just led you in a circle. And you would just walk up and down. That's all there was to it. You had to find the right if you didn't find the right exit it would just lead you in a Oh in a yeah 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 you couldn't get circle. out of it. There are parts where you literally unless you found the secret exit you can't progress the game. Yep. Which is scary. Yeah. I love it though. Mhm. And then he got uh introduced into this game Chuck. Yep. Charging Chuck. Charging Chuck. The, the so I just found this out. He's an actual Koopa in a in a football outfit. Really? I didn't know he was a Koopa. I just thought he was a football player. Yeah. No, he's a Koopa in an American football outfit. Hmm. I wonder if he's uh has any sort of relation to was it Boomer from Super Mario Brothers? Boozer? Street? Not Boozer, Boomer. Boomer? The one that like would just flail his arms around in Super Mario Brothers three? Maybe. Because that, that he looks a little more akin to that Koopa than like a regular Koopa Troopa. He could. I, I, I don't. I don't know. I think it's funny though that, that the different traits of of Chuck involve him kicking a football mm-hmm. and throwing baseballs. Yep, and doing jumping jacks. And doing jumping jacks and clapping. Yeah, when he, when he does the jumping jacks, he yep. claps. He's really a fitness nut. He is a fitness nut, and, and that's he, probably why he's so pissed at Mario, just running yeah, around charging that. You know, he acts different when Yoshi's around too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So those, those are like I think that's it far as well. There was also the Dino Rhinos, the Dino. Rhino. They were they were like big, like green dinosaurs. They almost look like Triceratops, and if you jumped on them, they would uh, turn into the smaller fire breathing. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And then there was the the worms or the were the caterpillars in this one. Uh, yes the the wigglers the wigglers that you jump on they turn red. Yep, yep there were those as well, and then there was the. I think they were just called Rex with two X's. The the purple dinosaurs, yep. at the, like the first level. If you didn't use the spin jump, they would just get shrunk down and then they keep keep going just, but a little bit faster. Now, what about Goombas? Where are Goombas in this? So Goombas were not, As prominent in this game, you found a lot of them in the the Forest of Illusion. You found a couple of them on the Butter Bridge. Uh, And I think Donut Plains had a level or two where they were in. But you primarily fought Koopa Troopas in this game. Yeah. Or different iterations of Koopas, like the Flying Koopas. Yeah, Flying Koopas. The Koopas fell out of their shells. Yeah. You could pick up the shell. Yeah. um, But but Goombas were round. Yes. So the original Goombas in Super Mario Brothers were... uh, So in, in Japan, they're called Kuribo. Which tra- Karibo. Yeah, Karibo, which roughly translates to chestnut people. Yeah. Uh, I guess the sprites got mislabeled somehow, and someone thought, oh, this kind of looks like a chestnut. Let's just call them Karibo. Okay. Um, but they're actually based off of shiitake mushrooms, which, of course, are just mushrooms. Right. Um, so I guess I don't know if it was as a joke or just to kind of honor that they made them round in this game. Oh. So that they were actual chestnuts. And so some people argue that they're not actually Goombas but just some sort of weird... are they Galoombas in this one I don't remember I know that this one of them had a different name yeah I think that there was like Karibo and then Kar- Karib something I don't remember what Kareem Abdul-Jabbar yes okay. I think that was it but yeah they were weird looking Goombas in this game and they didn't show up as often so you didn't really think about it right right and you could use them differently you jump on them and they'd, they'd like roll away and then you could pick them up I think uh, you could depending on if you knocked them out with a bomb, they would drop upside down, and then you could pick them up and kick them across. Right? The yeah, yeah, yeah. And bombs were were unique in this too. Were bombs in the but bombs? The bombs weren't that style in three. were they where you jump on them and they get red, and yeah, then, but you couldn't pick them up again. It, it so in it, in um in Super Mario Brothers three, yeah, you could you could jump on them and pick them up and throw okay. them. Okay. But that was yeah that that's not any different from that. Wow, well, I'm doing terrible. That's okay. Right that's what I'm here for. I'm just going to take a nap in the corner. Okay. This is going to be an awkward rest of the podcast. I'm just talking to myself. Shh. I'm sleeping. Sorry. There's no music boxes in this game, so you can't put people to sleep like there was oh. in Mario Bros. 3. <laughs> let's, let's, let's be real. Super Mario Bros. 3 had a lot of shit going on. Yeah. You also didn't. You lost that item bar at the bottom, which I, I thought kind of added a little more to the strategy as opposed to... It was like an RPG element almost. Yeah. Collecting items. Yeah. Um, let's see. That's about it for enemies and everything else. Um What uh what do you feel what what were your favorite parts of this game? Let's just jump right into the legend retrospective. Okay. So for me, I enjoyed the variety of levels as far as, like, it felt like a platformer, but there's different ways to beat them. There's different challenges at the end of the levels. Charge and Chuck was usually there. And then Yoshi was a cool aspect. So like many people know, you can just ditch Yoshi, kill him, and use him as a jump. Yeah. So the the idea that you could get through some parts by just strategically dumping Yoshi yep. was kind of neat. Um, kind of sad, though. It's it's time. very sad. Absolutely terrible. He just uh, went through a lot of abuse, getting punched in the back of the head, and yeah, then just dropped to his death. Seriously, though. like I'm surprised Pete is not more on this game. You know, they probably were at the time. But I wouldn't be surprised if they were. Yeah, what dinosaurs, you know. <laughs> you there's know, there's dinosaurs. no representative for dinosaurs. Right. Because there are no dinosaurs. It's true. Unfortunately. But yeah, I, thought, I mean, I, I enjoyed the the idea of these different ways to beat the game, these hidden objects. Because I'm all I like the, I like putting effort into a game and getting rewarded for doing different things, mm-hmm. uh, just like with Super Mario Brothers Three, getting the flutes or getting your ultimate P item. You know, like like there's cool, unique things you can get that help you throughout the game. You don't necessarily have to get, but they're fun too. Yeah. But what about you? i look back on um just my my ocd i guess of, of every time i would get hit in a level i'd get frustrated and i would have to go back to a certain level to get my capes to get my blue yoshi oh boy and then continue through like i, I yeah. always felt like if i had my blue yoshi and my capes i was unstoppable okay and then as soon as i got hit i'd get pissed and i'd go back to donut planes one i'd get my my capes or you know once eventually i got the once i learned about the secret area i'd go up and get that and then i'd I'd swap out my Yoshi's and go from there. Um, and the soundtrack, like we said before, just this, this game always gets stuck in my head. the mm-hmm. The ending credits to this game, one of my favorite of all the Mario games. Uh, the ending credits of every s- castle was fun. Yeah, because those were all unique, different like animations that happened to Mario. Yeah. How we destroyed the castle, the shell or the egg that he saves. Yep, my favorite was World Five when you fought Roy Koopa and you came outside and you hit the detonator push down the plunger and nothing happened and he goes to check it out and it blows up in his face and you have the rare sprite of mario just like burnt to a crisp just yeah kinda looking around uh oops yep and then there was also just erasing the castle there was taking a yeah. hammer and just like just going to town setting up a bomb setting it as a rocket to blast off in yep. the background and how the world would change in response to that like the one of the the hills would grow up and have a band-aid on its head <laughs> just different different stuff uh, do you remember the ship right before uh, World Seven? So once you once you completed Chaco Island, there was the the Bowser castle that would erect out of the sea in that circle of icebergs, I guess and there was the ship that was crashed right there Yeah, I do yep yeah, there's they say supposedly that that is a crashed airship from Super Mario Brothers 3. Oh really Yeah. And so which it, is how Bowser got there maybe maybe. Or, you know, it just just happened to be maybe they were fighting over that area and it just is randomly there. But that's the only level that you complete, not by going through a gate, but by finding the little question mark ball that you would find in Super Mario Bros. 3 after fighting the Boomers. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yep. And there are also tons of ghosts in there, which probably meant all the other enemies that were there are now haunting this oh, thing. Oh, they're just dead Like all sorts spirits. of kind of creepy things that can come from that. Man. Yeah, what are boos? Dead things. Well, Okay. <laughs> They're ghosts. That was a dumb question for me, I guess. <laughs> they chase you when you're not looking? They do chase you when you're not looking. They're like the the angels from, uh, weeping angels from Doctor Who. Mm, I'm not, don't do you know, know Doctor Who? I don't. Well, I've not met him. To me, it's like Doctor Who. Personally, you, you don't know? know him. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry. That's let's really, get back. That's really I man. guess yeah. we'll get back to what we're talking about. So, yeah, other than that, um, not. Too many other things jump out. Like I always think about this game whenever I play my Super Nintendo. I had, I think, in a box of Cheerios, they used to give out like labels for your games. Like this belongs to this pro player, and you could write your name on it. And mine always had that little sticker on the front. Labels. Of my yeah, I didn't know about this. Yeah, I think it was it was either regular Cheerios or maybe Honey Nut Cheerios. It was just like a, a included in your cereal were small little stickers, and it had like Yoshi on it or whatever, and you could write your name on it to label your game if you took it to a friend. Didn't house. know that that's yep. pretty sweet yep and they would just go right on the side of the cartridge and mine mine i believe to this day still has a little uh sticker that says matt a on there wow yep before the xander yep wow a long time ago uh, but yeah i mean anytime i i have something that can play super nintendo i always play this game it's one of my all-time favorites of the mario franchise um one i know the best like a lot of people can quote backwards and forwards, anything that happens in Super Mario Bros. three, for me, it's Super Mario Brothers or Super Mario World. So it's a good game. I, I like I said, I didn't get to play it nearly as much as I wanted to on the Super Nintendo. Yeah. But I played a ton on the Game Boy Advance and I I beat it all the time. Now this game has had many iterations. It's been in the Super Mario All Stars. Yep. They eventually and... released a special version of Super Mario All Stars that included Super Mario World. They had Super Mario World for the NES. They had Super Mario World for the Game Boy Advance. Which was Super Mario Advance 2. Right. And, and then they also had... Uh, what else did they have? That, aside from the uh, the virtual console releases, I don't think it's been... Is that it? I think that's it. Because you had the vir- the Wii Virtual Console, the Wii U Virtual Console, and now the new 3DS. Was virtual it in the console. 25th anniversary for the Wii U? Or the Wii? Um, like the, the the Mario Collection? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. I think it was just Mario 1, 2, and 3. Okay. I could be mistaken, though. I don't remember. I will look that up. I never never bought that one myself because I kind of thought, well, I could spend the $40 on this game and try to find it because it was really hard to find when it first came out because I right. was like, oh, my God, I get all my old Mario games. Or I could spend like five or six bucks a piece and download them all on the virtual console. Right. And so I went that route. Because at that point, I'd kind of stopped stopped all my main collecting. It was kind of getting more expensive. So I was like, well, if there's a cheaper way I can get this, I'm going to go that route. Because there's no reason for me to buy this game at full price again. (laughs) So you could play... Yeah, it doesn't look like you could play it on there. Yeah, I think it was, it was Super those, Mario Bros. I think it was a, a reiteration of Super Mario All-Stars for the Super Nintendo where it was just Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers 2, aka Doki Doki Panic. Yeah, that's Super all, yeah. Mario Brothers 3 and Super Mario Brothers The Lost World The lost, lost, lost levels. levels. Yep, that's what it was. Yep. Uh, let's see other fun trivia. We talked about the Goombas, the sunken ship, the the Koopalings that kind of hit on all the the main points I had. Um Anything else that's oh the uh, the secret worlds? Did you ever go through those? Oh the like, uh, uh, like tubular, tubular and Radical. Tubular. Yeah, and then if you go, so there's what three of them? Uh, no, there was I want to say it was like maybe ten. There's it just said special. Oh so oh you oh yeah yeah Road. okay sorry yeah there's 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 ten there was levels and sets yes yes okay and then at the last one there was like a hidden message right yeah it just said you are a super player
1: yeah. Yeah. And then
0: you could unlock where the where the Koopa Troopers were all wearing uh, Mario masks. Yeah, it changed the whole scenery to yep. like uh, really weird stuff. And as far as I know, there was no way to change it back because that, no, that even affected your your end credits as it showed you all the different enemies and yeah. what their names were. Yeah, Maybe. that was actually pretty neat. I forgot about that. I, I've only did it once because Those it's a lot of levels, they're really hard, and I didn't enjoy the way they looked the characters looked afterwards like yeah. I, I got annoyed by it yeah they're funny looking with their their mario masks yeah it wasn't anything that i set out to do every time i played no. the game no and that same here yeah so i think that kind of wraps up super mario world for us we went through it pretty well yeah. pretty detailed was there a particular world that you liked uh donut planes is always yeah my one of my favorites i just liked all the different levels in there a good, good uh solid uh, choice of all the different types of levels. You had the underground, you had water levels, you had two different ghost houses, depending on which path you took. There were like three ways to get through that world. You could just skip it completely, or you could just go through the second ghost world and come back up right at mm-hmm. the castle. So, what was your favorite Koopaling to fight? Man, I don't remember. I, I... Because they're all pretty similar. They're pretty, they're, they're pretty similar. They're, I think there were four different types of bosses, and then depending on which one you fought... Uh, they would fight in a different way. Like I remember Lemmy and Wendy O. Koopa fought the same, where they had the the pipes, and you just had to fight, pick between the actual Lemmy and the two dummies. Yeah. And then spit them down into the lava. There was the Ludwig and uh, Roy Koopa, where you jumped on him, and every time he'd get, he would go faster and start climbing up the walls. Is is it the one with the spiked collar and the bald head? That was Roy. I liked Roy the most. Yeah. With the sunglasses, right? Yeah. Think so? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Morton Mort Cooper had the star over his eye. No, thing, the balding. I had. I ha- I like the Roy one. Yeah, yeah. Lemmy's always been my favorite. Yeah, yeah let been- me the blue haired. Lemmy had the rainbow hair. Rainbow. He was the, he was the tiny one with the yes. rainbow hair. Okay. Yeah, Iggy had I think white or blonde hair. Something like and that. And Larry had the blue hair. Oh, okay. I had an Uncle Larry, and I always thought about that yeah like did you must, ever that must clearly be what he was named after that's Why obviously for for your uh what was it four year old self six years old six year old yep I was four yeah again I can't remember yep the past is in the past mm-hmm. So is there anything that we forgot um about Super Mario world something you really enjoyed about the game a level you loved or any fun trivia you know that we maybe forgot jump on the forums jump on social media Facebook Twitter what have you. Let us know what we forgot. Let us know what you think about the game, and we'll be sure to touch on it next time we uh, we kind of go over these things. Yeah, um, we'll have a correction section. Yeah, we'll totally work in corrections. If, oh, we, yeah. if we misspoke, if it's not actually named after Larry Mullins Jr., and I'm just an idiot, yeah. tell me. I probably said something stupid and incorrect already Yep. this, this episode. A couple things. I do it all the time. Yep, so let us know. Let us help us get smarter so we can help make you smarter. That's right. There you go. So now that we're done with that that jumps us into our retro relapse. Our retro relapse game of the week. Yep, and we uh, we just took to it. We we tried to think of what system did we not play on previous retro relapse as much and, and found yeah, found a gem. But here we go. We we'll, <laughs> we'll jump right into retro relapse. Jones in for a classic game. It's time for Retro Relapse on the Legend of Retro podcast. Retro Relapse. So we're looking through all of the different titles we can possibly find, and we come across like Blast Corps and Bomberman, and Bomberman, was it Hero or World? I don't even know. I don't remember. Two different Spider Bombermans. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. WrestleMania. Yep. Star Fox. But then I saw it. The, you, it looked me right in the eyes. It did. And I knew there was no other choice. We played Rat Attack. More than Nintendo sixty four. Oh man, now I I love this choice because immediately you're like oh Red Attack may- is a maybe. I'm like in my head that was that was the choice. Yep. It, it's the most I tried weird to title. I didn't want to, I didn't want Red Attack to know my true intentions. <laughs> I wanted it okay. to think like you wanted to play this, ooh, the long maybe game. it's me. I don't know. And then I set it to the side. Do you see how I set it to the side like maybe this one? And then like I kind of looked at it and I think it. I think you convinced it. I think you tricked it. I mean, yeah, kinda you were able good. to do it. So Rat Attack, what what was the first time you ever remembered seeing Rat Attack? So I remember seeing Rat Attack. Never, yeah, never heard of this game ever mm. in my life. Yeah, I, this this was the first time I've ever seen Rat Attack. Yeah, for me, I remember uh, we were upstairs. Yeah, it was maybe an hour or two ago. Okay, and I saw it, and I was like, maybe this is gonna be the one for Retro Relapse. It sounds and I familiar. I set it to the side. Okay, almost. Never mind. We're just repeating ourselves <laughs> at this point. <laughs> So, tell us about Rat Attack. What, Rat Attack What you, is, you looked up some more things as I started playing. I, I did. Let me pull out my notes real quick. Rat Attack, though, is, like we had said, a Nintendo 64 game that takes place... Uh, it, it, basically, the story is these two rats were launched into space as part of a space project. Is what? this is this for real? This is for real. Okay, I don't remember this at all. <laughs> well that that's the thing, I don't think this was said in the game. Yeah, because it just immediately jumps in and tells you, hey, you gotta stop these rats. <laughs> yes, yeah, so really, you knew it should have been rat attack. Wait, you you it is rat attack. I thought it was cat attack. You it, play it's, cats. It's rat you are cats killing rats, basically. Yeah. So so a pair of lab rats. Called Washington and Jefferson. Okay. Are, I remember are that. sent into space on a rocket, and then after some crazy thing, they get mutated and gain super intelligence. Of course. Okay. Fast forward 40 years later when they return. Okay. <laughs> so it took them 40 years to get back mutated or whatever. Uh huh. And they want to basically take over the world and get a huge army of rats and destroy everything perfect that's their goal sounds logical destruction superpowered rats army of rats 40 years okay so all the all the cats come together and they form a group called the scratch cats yes okay and and you're 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 being led by a professor rex julius mm. who wants you to fight off the rats using his inventions and to uh, eliminate them though in the most humane way Okay, so you want these rats want to destroy the world, but the cats are, are a little bit classier. okay? Right. they're the scratch cats. Right, they want to save the rats. So you have to basically use this invention of, it was called, oh, what was, was it called? The er- eradicator. It, the eradicator, which doesn't sound humane at all. Yeah. You basically capture rats, and then send them away. Yeah. So let's let's jump into how you play this game. So <laughs> this game is considered a puzzle game, by the way. It's puzzling as to how I've I've gone the last fifteen years not knowing it existed. I know, right? So this was if if the the legalese on the the screen is to be believed, it was brought out in nineteen ninety nine. I don't remember who manufactured the game. I will tell you, you this game. Up. This game was manufactured by. It was developed by Pure, but published by Mindscape. Oh, of course, Mindscape. I don't know who that of is. Of other gems, like, can you name get, another one? Rat Attack. And the, like, the long rumored but never fruitioned Rat Attack 2. <laughs> Mindscape did things like Chess Master. Okay. And oh, Mavis Beacon teaches typing. Of course, Mavis Bacon. <laughs> Mavis Bacon. Yeah, <laughs> Mavis Bacon. They did, wow. They did the pap- they did Paperboy. Really? They did Paperboy. Sim Earth. Sim Ant. Captain Planet and the Planeteers. Wait a minute, really? I didn't know there was a game playing a game. Sim Life. Wow, they've done a lot of games. They did Lego Island. Really, I love Lego Island. And what happened? Oh, that, that will be a, that, that will be an episode. <laughs> Lego Island will be an episode. Okay. Uh, with, with Rat Attack, I don't know. I, honestly, so I, what's funny is I'm looking at this list of games that they made. I don't even see Rat Attack on it. <laughs> I, I I honestly I'm looking at a list, and and there isn't Rat Attack isn't listed. What about Under Pure? Under Pure? Yeah, wasn't that the other the other group that made the game? For Pure, so Pure developed it. There's no f- Wikipedia page for Pure. Perfect. So, this game is on shaky ground, okay? Yeah. So, I wish I could tell you where to look for it, but I don't even know where Jay got it. I don't know. Honestly. That's a good question. It could have him. been here before he even was born. So, if you're hearing this, episode the next time you have a chance to send in a question to jay ask him where the hell he got <laughs> right at. exactly and this came out on the playstation first in ninety nine, and then it came out on the 64 wow it got better reviews on the playstation though than it did on the 64 Fair enough what were the reviews like for this game i don't remember i don't i didn't see the reviews but i, I know they, that the star rating was them, better it was it was surprising like there was like somewhat decent you well it. like ign gave it a 5.8 out of 10 emu paradise gave it a 4.4 4 out of five Wow. So, like, this game, I think, in the time that it was released, was probably decent. Yeah. But playing it now is garbage. It's rough. So it's a puzzle game. Do we talk yeah. about exactly no, like how so, you do this? So the, you start out on a map. You're inside the house at first. Yes. And there are items throughout the the level, in like one rat hole, and the rats come out, and you have to run past them and hold the A button. And, oh, there's different cats. We should have mentioned that first. Oh, yeah. So there's, there's like six different cats. There's, there's different cats that have different stats, I yes. think. And I think it. we only played as two different ones. You played as Bobcat. I played as Bobcat. And you played as... Muffy DuPont. DuPont. Yes. Uh, there were a couple <laughs> others whose names escaped me. Uh, they uh, were not it memorable. Like, it was hard to read. They were also apparently Pokemon because they could only speak in their name. Yes. Muffy would always say Muffy. Mm, Muffy. And then Bobcat would go, Bobcat. 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 <laughs> Uh, so you press a and you you'd get a grid behind behind the cat and if the mouse or the rat was inside of it, it would disappear and you'd have to it, it, that's like you capturing it. then you would have yeah. to go to the eradicator and then their little souls would go yeah, away. yeah, it's a platform that you basically run over, yeah, and then the souls of the cat or the cat or I mean the rat gets teleported, yeah, I guess in the most humane right. way possible. Uh, but this this box or grid or thing that you draw, was limited in size. And if you if you And hit, obstacles. Yeah, and if you had picked up any rats and got hit by a rat, you would lose all your rats and you'd have to capture them again. But right. they were still dazed, so it was almost like easy mode. Right. So you so you consisted of this game of of getting hit by rats. Uh it would you would take damage. You could jump which was only used for jumping onto things, not onto enemies because yeah. you would get hurt. Yeah. And then drawing boxes of Things uh, drawing boxes around rats to capture them. Yeah, and, and then you, as you got later on, there was other things you could do. Yeah, and you would have to collect a certain amount of rats, put them in the eradicator, and then a scratch door would open up, and you'd go on to the next level. Yes. But the weird thing so, was is that the rats wouldn't stop. No, they wouldn't. They would keep coming. So you could still capture more rats, but then time would come out. Yeah, yeah so, I, so I don't understand. We didn't really play around with this. So maybe you there got were more points for for catching more rats. Maybe there were there was a point system. Yeah, what the point system did. No idea. You lost points if the rats were able to eat any items on the map, including refrigerators, for some reason. Right? Yeah. So, so there's like items in this world, and they consist of like refrigerators, fire hydrants, um, lava lamps. Yeah. They would eat all of these. Yep. And there were certain uh, there were tiles that were underneath certain items that would turn them into crazy like steroid rats. Yeah. So there's there's like basically like there's multiplier platforms which created another rat and then fucking crazy roided out rat which looked like a dog almost and then as you got further on there were treasure chests that you could unlock with the amount of rats that you catch to open that treasure chest teleporting tiles and then there's boss fights yes so I lost the boss fight you you did it took me a while to figure out what was going on yeah it was dumb that boss fight was stupid you fought yippy yappy I (laughs) I can't believe you remember the name (laughs) yippy yappy the dog yippy yappy it was like a blue chihuahua you couldn't jump on it you basically had to get it to run around yeah, and then you, start to charge at you. Yeah, you ran in circles until it eventually stopped and like started like, revving. Smoke would appear. <laughs> like it's the revenant's engine. Yeah. And then it would charge at you. And the goal was to have it, have it charge into one of the four corners of the room into a target, a target. And it would hurt itself. Yeah. That was the only way you could But beat you it. couldn't have it hit the same target twice. And I, it see, went, I think you can, but it just didn't work. I don't know. Because a lot of times it was inconsistent. Yeah. I don't know, though. It was so we weird. just eventually, we, you got him through all, all four. I did, and then he, and then you made it to the garden, and then he bolted like a he, bat out of hell through the garage door. Through the garage door, which then I didn't even know we were in a garage until you told me that it was yeah, a it, garage door. It was just like a square. It was an octagonal room because the corners were at an angle. Yeah, <laughs> and then like there were tire treads on the ground, and it just, it sort of looked like it, but there were also like, there was, like smiley face graffiti and really, half plate tic tac toe games all over. It the It really ground. didn't make any sense. So, after Yippy Yappy ran away, then you were in the garden, and then yes. that's when we played a little bit longer, got a game <sighs> over, and decided we'd had enough. Yeah. So, there are other obstacles, such as lawnmowers, vacuum cleaners. Yep. Things that would move throughout the level on their own that would hurt you and kill rats. Yeah. Um... And that's how I died. Uh, at one point, I got stuck in a got, loop. Yeah, you got stuck between the lawnmower and one of the devil rats. So, so yeah, so there was like a multiplier platform, a, a mutated platform, and then a lawnmower on this level. And at one point, one rat got monsterized, yep. mutated, and then it hit me, and I got stuck at the lawnmower. And it was just a continuous loop until I died. Yep. And then it was game over. That seems about and right. And I was like, great, I'm done with this game. Mm-hmm. And that's when we stopped. And that's when we stopped. So what are your thoughts on this game? What uh, It's interesting. What, yeah. I like the idea it's a puzzle game, but not a typical puzzle game. Yeah. Uh, the beginning levels were cool. You draw a box around a rat, you capture it, go to a platform, bum. You know, it, it's simple. Yeah. You know, I like the idea of when more rats were around, and then, oh, I hit, got hit and I have to recapture these rats real quick. It was fast-paced. You know, there was enough anxiety and difficulty in there that I was, I was entertained by it. Uh, but then it just got ridiculous. Yeah. I, there there was no rhyme or reason to, to some of the stuff. I can't imagine what the later levels are probably like, adding more shit. Yeah. And the fact that I had to teleport to get rid of these rats in one level... Yeah, and we had no idea where the teleporter was no, it for, like, because we were looking for the Eradicator tile, right. and we couldn't see it. Exactly, and it was hidden behind a teleport. so that means I had to... Get the rats. Go to the teleporter, which took a couple seconds to take him to the other one. Yeah. Step on the eradicator tile and then go back to the other teleporter. It was and there too- was nothing else up there. It no, just, it, it was just the, that. The, the, the teleporter tile and literally right next to it was the eradicator. And they can't even go to it. Yeah. So, so I was entertained until the game obviously seemed like they didn't know what else to do with it. This game reminded me of a game that would be like an okay time waster on your phone now. Yes. Like, oh, this is interesting. But I kind of am bored with the mechanics already, and then you you drop it after, like, two or three days. Right. Something that might keep you awake for a couple extra hours the first night you get it, and then after that, no. Because I remember at one point I even said, like, this was a game that people paid for. (laughs) Yes. Yes, Yes, it was. And that blows my mind. Right. Because that was, I mean, it was 1999, so we're looking, like, 17 years ago. It's just crazy to think that like people actually, well, apparently they didn't because it didn't have very much fame. But right, exactly. A, enough that it warranted being ported from the PlayStation to the Nintendo sixty four. Well, I mean, yeah, they they obviously wanted to make more money off of what they did on the PlayStation, but yep. uh, this game, I recommend you play it. Yeah, I recommend you go out and try it. Yes, if you get a don't chance don't buy to, it. Yeah, don't do not buy it. Mm-hmm. Not if worth it. If you get it. a chance to to emulate it or. If you find it and it's like a dollar, maybe that's okay. Maybe. 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 But you still try to haggle them down to like 50 cents. Oh, yeah. Because if you're in a garage sale, see if you can get it for free with something else. Yes. Say, hey, if I buy this, can I get Rat Attack for free? Because come on, no one's buying Rat Attack. No, no one's buying that. And at that point, people are just going to want to get that out of there. Out of the garage. So on the the 8-bit scale. The coveted 8-bit scale. The coveted forever adored 8-bit scale. What would you give this game? I'd probably give it a five or actually four and a half. I'm going to go four and a half. That's a, that's kind of where I was saying. I was thinking five is really generous. Four and a half because of, of the pl- the funness of the game originally, but then the severe decline after the first boss. Yeah. Starting with the first boss, but especially after the first boss. Yeah i would i would probably say a four i don't think i enjoyed it quite as much as you and i don't know if i could it because four is, is the halfway point you know Yeah. so i would say four in that's me being generous let's be oh being generous yes because so if feel, you were if you were deadpan honest with me i you would know. without being any sort of generosity i'd probably say 3.5 okay but I did, there was a moment, like I told you when we were playing, like, I'm kind of fixated on this game and I want to know. Well, yeah, I'm like, how long do you want me to play for? He's like, uh, keep going. Yeah, <laughs> like I was invested. Done. I wanted to see what happened when you finished the boss. Yeah. I wanted to see where it would go. But not enough that I would, like, if we had the opportunity to go back upstairs and play it now, I might turn it on just to show somebody else, like, look at this game. You should try it. Yeah. And then not play it, but yeah. have them play it. Yeah. And just sit back and watch them try to figure it out. Right. Because that was the first level, like, what the hell am I doing? what, what well, we- I, I benefited from watching you. Yeah. But for real, like, to figure out you have to draw a square around a rat. Yeah. Yeah. Because it doesn't even tell, like, and even when you're fighting the boss, like, it, you have to, like, get hit a couple times before the game's like, hey, oh. dummy, this is what you have to do. Right. And, like, it lets you fail a little bit, which is kind of cool, but you'd think there'd be some more, a little bit more of a, a heads up of what's right. happening. But, and, like, you didn't even have to draw the full box sometimes. Yeah. You just drew a line. Yeah, you could just straight up draw a line. And sometimes it was it was dangerous to do that. But, yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, if you can, give it a shot. Don't pay my, very much money for it and just expect a total turd yeah just expect a cat turd (laughs) try to bury it in the sand so that's uh that's it for retro relapse and that leads us into emails now since this is our first foray into the new format and everything else we don't have too many but we Mm -hmm. do have a couple faithful friends who uh sent us some messages so uh let's jump let's just jump right into emails all right let's do it got mail. It's not spam. Bob, Bob, get off the phone! The Legend of Retro Podcast. Alright, so first up we have Jazzy Fiddle of uh, the, Jazzy Fiddle. the Jazzy Fiddle. Of the BXAB podcast. Yes, of No Wipe Fame. No Wipe Fame, yes. yes. <laughs> um, and he wants to know or rather he says since Sonic would clearly have been a better choice to save the princess due to the sheer fact that if non, uh, none other than you could have saved time. Sorry, Jazzy struggles with the English language. and It's not much better on my end. So, since Sonic would clearly have been a better choice to save the princess, uh, if for no other fact than he could have saved time, uh, would the princess have taken the opportunity to reward Sonic with some bestiality, or would she have snuck off and still went hard on Mario? Maybe a threesome? Maybe. Maybe a good old, like... See, I don't know. I think uh, Sonic would be just be too fast right I think he'd just get in and get out yeah it wouldn't be an enjoyable experience for her you know like and we're we're bigger guys let's be honest you know we take longer and I think it's more enjoyable for our partners right and hedgehogs are known to chew on their own poop and rub it on themselves oh well so that's gross yeah that is real gross so I guess I guess my it would be just to stick with Mario I don't I think she she would have she would be happy to get out of there fast yeah and then go back to Mario. And she'd be like, oh, thanks, let's do something. And then all of a sudden, it's like, up. and then he's gone. Like, what happened? Yeah. And then she realizes that she's not wearing any pants. Oh, oh, it's well, one of those situations. Yeah, just like a real oh, quick, a real, real quick, a real quick, uh, well, is, that, is that rape? I don't, well, no, because she was into oh, it. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't and know that that's like, where you were going. Before she expected. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah I, don't, I yeah. don't think Sonic's not the kind of guy who's just going gonna to do that. Overtly uh, yeah. force himself on someone? Yeah. No, I don't think he could. No, he's he's too nice of a guy. <laughs> but uh yeah, whenever Mario eventually showed up, she would just she would just look for that pleasure yeah. factor. Oh yeah. Yep. He's a, reward he's a... reward given, but come on. I mean Mario tried, probably. He yeah. just didn't make it there fast enough. Yep. It's true. Um and then Thanks, Jazzy. Yeah, thank you, Jazzy, for that question. Uh just work on the English, you know. we we've been over this. We'll we'll get there one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Jay says what's up retro nerds so happy you are back I'm looking to add my to my retro collection and want some suggestions for you guys uh, what are some of your favorite retro games the, let's see uh, it's hard because he has so many already yeah there is a and I think you've helped me out with this before there is a Sega game that's an RPG where at one point you speak you learn to speak to animals and you can't speak to humans after you learn to speak to animals. I got nothing. You don't got, you got yeah. anything? Someone help me out with this game. Anyways. Sega Genesis is my weak point, because I, I had a Sega Genesis, but it was my brother's, and it was one of those situations, where like, you can't play my games unless I'm around to play, and he was never around, and the only games he had was Sonic, Sonic 2, and Columns anyway. so Oh, okay. Yeah, so all the games he got for free were for buying his system. Um, well, so, I'm going to look this up real quick. Go yeah. ahead. Uh, f- I mean, if we just want to go... I mean if this is specifically towards jay i would say look for bionic commando one of my all-time favorites personally i prefer the game boy version to the to the nes version but uh that's always been one of my favorites if you're if we're just going in general to anybody any aspiring retro collector mega man's obviously got to be you know at the top of the list that's something that, that should be in everybody's collection um the classic mario games sonic the hedgehog um more obscure though like, Alf- is there a unique game that you played a lot of that he wouldn't know of? Super Alfred Chicken. Wait, Super Alfred? Yeah, Super Alfred Chicken. What is that? Uh, it was a platformer um, where you played Alfred Chicken. Alfred Chicken. And I don't remember what the point of the game was, but it was Super Alfred Chicken. And I remember thinking, what a ridiculous title for a game, and I had to have it. Back in the days when Toys R Us was just that wall of slips, and you would take the slips and pay for the games, and you'd go to that cool game room, and they'd go grab the games for you. I remember just seeing Super Alfred Chicken and thinking that's a game. That's a game I need to have. And I used that. I don't know. I think I maybe eventually sold it like a dummy. But uh, that was that was definitely a weird game that I that I used to play. Um, I'm still trying to find this game, Kid Chameleon for Sega Genesis. Shakan the Forever Man. <laughs> Sh- what? I never heard of that. Yeah, it was a Sega Genesis game. You were uh, you almost looked like an old timey pilgrim with like one of those flat brimmed hats and two swords and you were the forever man, and you were basically fighting your way out of hell because you couldn't die because you were the forever man. Shekhan the forever man. <laughs> um, I think the game I found was called Crusader of Senti. Okay, never heard of that one. It's a action role-playing game about a boy named Corona. Okay. And he... He talks to animals like at one point. Yeah, so the the story is is divided up into two parts where uh, during this half of the game he could only talk, be able to talk to humans, and then but only be able to talk to animals and plants. So like I remember playing it as a kid with with my friend Trevor, and we didn't pay attention. We were just like whatever playing the game, and then all of a sudden we get to talk to animals. Like sweet, let's go talk to animals. But then we got stuck because we didn't. We we would try to go to shop and buy stuff, and we couldn't talk to people, so we couldn't buy anything from them. So like we just stopped playing, and we rented it, of course, so it had to go back eventually. Right. Um. Uh. And it it was just a crazy game that I just remember for that weird aspect of the gameplay. Yeah. So I think I need to go back and play it more because it's an RPG and I love RPGs. Yeah. uh, Crusader of Senti. Give that one a shot. Let us know what you think, because I've never heard of it. Okay, <laughs> I'll make you play it. Perfect. Um, Vagrant Story. Vagrant Story with uh, what was the character that was uh, original PlayStation, right? Yes, PS One. You played. What was the main character's name? I don't remember. Something like Angel, like, yes, or something. Some something heavenly. Yeah, that one was a weird one. It was one of those games that kind of came out in the interim between, I think, Chrono Cross and Final Fantasy IX. Yes. And I just never. I was like, well, I'm just gonna go back and play Chrono Cross because I'd <laughs> rather play that. Vagrant Story was unique. Um, it was a very. Str- I remember a lot of very low cut clothing on the dudes in that game. Oh yeah, lots of weird, weirdly cut clothing. Yeah. Robo Pit. Robo <laughs> Robo Pit. <laughs> I want to have an all whole Robo Pit episode. Yeah, I, you're gonna have to get a copy because I. Feel oh good. Like, oh, I will. Okay. We will play Robo Pit. Never. Aside oh, from Robo you pit. saying Robo Pit, Robo Pit is so, and I'd good. love it if it was actually like Robo yeah. something else. Like so you were you were getting the name wrong, even though you love. No, 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 no. It's Robo Pit. <laughs> it's your robots in a pit, like 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 a fighting ring. Okay, Robo Pot. It's be fun. yeah. Like, it's the all their they're they're like blitz. out of their out mind. their minds on Robo Weed. <laughs> it happens. Oh jeez. All right, and that does it for emails. So if you feel like that section was lacking, it's your fault. Why it's didn't you send prob- us questions? It's probably our fault. Yeah. I'm going to put it on them anyway. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, go yeah, for cause... it. I don't like responsibility. Yeah. I'm, I'm guilty. Like, we, we still have to commit seppuku here in a few minutes anyway. Oh, yeah, so. yeah. We're, this episode is ending in our deaths. Yeah. So, um, one and done. Send questions for the next hosts. Um, yeah, good ones. Yeah, they they good could ones. probably use some good ones. Yeah. And again, we will be releasing a schedule of what the episodes will be about. That way, you can send in your comments and questions earlier so that you don't have to worry about just you know oh I got to come up with something right on the spot or uh, I don't know what these guys are going to talk about you know so it's going to be hopefully if you can make them themed around the the topic that'd be cool but we'll take any kind of questions yep. for retro retro only retro, though yeah so again, keep t- it to the old stuff yeah so we're we're talking anything Xbox the original Xbox PlayStation 2 GameCube and back and back correct so no PlayStation 3 no Wii no Wii U no 360 even some computer stuff, though, like old computer games. Yeah. I've played quite a bit of old computer games in my days. Yeah. You can listen to this again, Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, bxab.com. You can listen and stream the episode on there as well. We'd like to thank Detroit Beard Collective for sponsoring this episode. Use the offer code BX8B at checkout for 20% off on orders $25 or more. Mm-hmm. Uh, buy their beard crate. Do it. Makes it simple. Yep. And as far as that, that's this week's episode. That is. So send us your questions, send us your topics so we can talk about them again. Yes, when the legend continues.